Hello, 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 and welcome back, everyone, to Tell Me More Ride News. That's right. It's me, your friend in real estate, your friend in the real real estate, Rodney, and you've made it all the way to episode 14 of season one of Tell Me More, Rodney. And of course, I want to thank you for being here. Uh, I think this episode is going to be special. Um, It's something that uh, you get to go back on a little journey with me. You get to um, experience a little bit of my world. I take a little trip back into uh, some of my old training that I've trained and I've spoke with people about and things that I've done uh, with uh, both real estate agents and sales counselors. But before we get too deep into the training, I want to send a special thank you to all of my guests, all of the people who've come on the show, who've shown me their support, and all of you. I want to thank you for just listening to the episodes, being here. Rodney's not one of those people who's going to tell you to like, share, and subscribe. That's not what I do. I I want people to feel welcome, and, and I'm happy that you're here. So while those other things are nice and I appreciate those things, that's more important for me that you be here, that you and I have our time, our one-on-one time, you know. So, you know, be a little selfish. This is for you, uh, and I appreciate you being here, okay? And again, thank you to all of the guests, the people who've come on, the people who are reaching out and saying they want to come on the show. I appreciate that. I'm writing these, working on a schedule. I'm going to make some time. I'm going to try to get as many of you on uh, on the show as possible. So I really, really do appreciate I'm getting um, people, even other People who have podcasts, a lot, lot of other uh, shows that kind of reached out and they're like, hey, you know, like I listened to a couple episodes and, you know, I was wondering if you want to come on my show. So I don't know, y'all, Rodney might be on some other shows. I might uh, actually share and, and I'm always welcome to, um, I'm always okay and welcoming to people coming in and I'm also, uh, I also encourage giving out. So uh, it's like they say, you reap what you sow. Okay, so with all of that being said, let, let's get into our show. Let, let's get into you and I, our time together. And um, as you can see by the title I was talking about, um, I don't know, I, I played with that title for a little while, and um, I landed on Ducks Quack and Eagle Soar. But in the description, I promised to give you my opinion. People ask me, they said, Rodney, what do you think about the current market we, we're in? And I typically will respond, so I'll, I'll, I'll give this response now. I'll give this response on the show. I'm not a fortune teller. The people you see that are telling you that they can predict the market and that they, you know, they saw this trend and they know where it's going um, smells a little bit like snake oil to me. I, I really don't think. Uh, yes, I understand there's, there's history and there are indicators and things like that, but let's let's just be honest people they don't know the future uh i I just came off of a trip to uh daphne alabama and one of the first things i do is i like to check the forecast like what kind of weather like how do i pack right i think everybody does that you're looking to like see what to get ready for and i'm gonna tell you i got there it didn't help it didn't help much at all i packed what i thought according accordingly and to the the forecast i think that looked at like a five-day forecast um it didn't help like it was like warm in the daytime then it got cold and it was like this mixed uh weather you know and and i say that about these housing forecasts and people telling you like oh this is where the market's going and this is what it's going to be i really don't think they know i think it's it's more important that 
um, you be consistent, okay? I think that's, if you're a, a new home sales or you're a real estate agent, um, this is Rodney's answer to that question. Stay consistent, okay? You can continue to do the things that have brought you success and refine them. Get better with those skills. Don't jump into bumblebee marketing where you're doing a little this, a little bit of that. No, try your best to remain consistent. And I think people will respect your consistency, um, you know, um, and, and it shows a lot about your growth. I mean, um, people are looking for something that's authentic. Uh, I have people that come up and they meet me and they're like, you know, hey, I, I heard you on the show uh, when I'm out and people I've sent the episodes to, they kind of come up to me and they're like, you know what? Yeah, it's, you know, what you hear is what you get. It's, it's very, very consistent. It's, it's right. Um, so that's my opinion of the market. That's what I think about the market. And I'll summarize it uh, this way. I can promise you this. It's going to change. And then it's going to change again. Okay? That's Rodney's thought on the current market. You just remain consistent. Focus on your consistency. And again, with your marketing, if you're looking at your marketing and advertising, things like that, I think it's very important that your marketing and your advertising match the market. I mean, I'm seeing agents giving out uh, cooking recipes, you know, in a market where people may be concerned about other things, uh, staying in their home and things like that. So make sure your marketing matches the market. I think that's one of the things that you need to, when it comes to knowing about the market, making sure you're speaking to what they're hearing you're you're matching the the, the big fog horns of the the big media the national news and stuff like that but you have your consistency of your brand and who you are and that stuff is out there and people say that wow you know you're not the person who's just jumping on this telling me now is a great time to buy a home i mean i, I tell people with that right when the market was going down what were real estate agents say now is a great time to buy a home when home values were going up and homes were getting expensive, what were they saying? Now is a great time to buy a home. So I'll give them this. They were consistent, okay? They were very, very consistent. While some people go, well, when is a bad time to buy a home? Uh, you're never going to hear that from them. It's always going to be now is a great time to buy a home. And I really do believe that, guess what? Now is a great time to buy a home. Just be consistent in what you're doing. Find a good agent. Find someone qualified. Look for someone who's educated in themselves as far as their education and, and, and their real estate career, and you will be just fine. I don't think anybody who's purchased a home is like, oh, I'm so, you know, I really hate that I'm a homeowner now. Like, I, I don't, you don't hear too many posts. I mean, yes, people complain about the homes, and uh, that's just it. I mean, you can even get that with a new car. You're like, man, I bought this car, and I wish it had this. But that, that's it. But as far as being able to get up and down the road in that car, yeah, ain't nobody complaining about that. All right, so let's continue to let's let's continue and move on. Hopefully, that answered the question of Rodney's thoughts on the current market. I get that a lot, and, and I love the questions too. People do DM me, and I do appreciate those uh, uh, direct messages that I get through the Instagram page. Tell me more, Rodney. So keep those coming. Again. Um, don't worry about commenting on the post because what is Rodney's motto? I ain't got time for the comments. Okay. You can ask me legitimate questions. I'm there, but comments, I ain't got time for the comments. All right. So let, let, let's move on. All right. So what I want to talk about, you know, again, um, today is, 
you know, the opportunities that we have out there. I want to talk about what it's going to take to uh, remain successful. Um, I want to talk about the things that I think will 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 help you be happy. Okay, and then that's my definition of successful. I want to know: are, are you happy? Because you know, when people ask me that, they go, "I'm this," and I, I have this award, and I just go, "Are you happy?" Because if you're happy, you know, you're successful. In, in my opinion, okay, you can be blessed with great people and, and be happy in your career. So for me, your success is your uh, happiness. Now, keep this in mind. The one thing about um, opportunities is that you're going to have some opposition. And in fact, the opposition, if you think about it, the thing that's blocking, challenging, that seems to be in the way is actually your opportunity. You see, you see success creates opportunity or opposition all right let, let, let me say that again success creates opportunity or opposition Rodney what does that mean I think it was the late great Biggie Smalls who said more money more problems I think somebody said uh, new levels new devils I'm trying to give you some quotes to help this relate to you um, the moment you try to better yourself or you try to grow or get better, it seems like there's oppositions to it. There's, there's, there's haters. There, there are things that are going to come and, and get in the way. Uh, and, and that's just a part of it. Uh, in fact, I was watching the, the Nature Channel and, and back in the day when you, you, you hear them give you this advice about like, what do you do when you're being, you know, uh, pursued or attacked or, uh, you know, there's a dangerous animal. And, you know, they used to say on, like, the Nature Channel, you know, they tell you, like, hey, just, like, be still, lay down and, like, play dead. And, like, you know, the, the animal might leave you alone, okay? But I, I want to I bring that back because, uh, first of all, just run, okay? I know that's what they say, dude. Rodney's going to run. I'm going to advise you to run, all right? Run, run as fast as you can. Uh, but there's, there's, there's a little message in that, you know, that, you know, the risk of getting bitten is the cost of getting up. But let's, let's think about it one more time. The risk of being bitten is the cost of getting up. You know, trying to get up in the morning and do what you have to do, sometimes there's going to be some things that just, it just seems like they're blocking it and they're getting in the way. And it just seems like they're obstacles and, and things to, you know, just kind of slow you down from your, you trying to get to your new opportunity, you trying to be, happy and the best you those things come sometimes those oppositions comes in the form of new customers sometimes it comes in the form of uh old customers sometimes it comes in the form of uh, new partnerships and agreements there are a lot of things that come in and you might say oh this is great i got a new customer i got a new lead and that person uh turns to be you know uh turns into like this very very challenging uh, customer for you. Some, I've seen people say, why do people quit real estate? People don't necessarily just quit real estate. Sometimes people uh, leave real estate because of uh, a bad customer experience. Okay. I'm just going to be real with you guys. Sometimes a negative, really bad customer can drain you. I, I'm talking to real estate professionals. I'm talking to new home sales counselors. Sometimes these people, uh, these customers, these people can absolutely drain you. And make you go, hey, I, I, I don't think this is the career for me. Where they just like, you know, they just like 
attack your your energy. You know, you, you see their name across the phone, and you know they they some of them try to become this. I'm very demanding, and you got to talk to me all day long and text me a million times and answer all of my calls. And when I email you fifty questions, you better answer them all in an hour and all of those things. And sometimes, I mean, it's it's like jobs, you know, um, that that happens. That's what I just explained. Sometimes it's happening to someone on their job, you know, a bad manager, they run people off the, uh, a bad management, bad leadership, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it can run people off. It makes people leave uh, maybe a job that they would have enjoyed doing. Um, I used to always say people don't leave companies. People leave bad managers and, and the companies that are, are, are lit. If someone in HR is listening to the show, I don't, I don't know if someone shared this with you, uh, but if you work in that department, and, and I think you'll give me a, 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 a okay, Rodney, or amen to that, that sometimes your your biggest challenge in working in, in human resources or the people's team, whatever you call it, is that when you're trying to fill positions uh, where there's a bad, where there's bad leadership, where there's a bad manager, I mean, I guess it's, it's job security um, for some because that person is going to always have that turnover. But uh, if you if you ever want to stop, if if you want it to end, you know it's not you can't hire your way out of a bad manager. Okay, uh, people think, oh well, the, the you know if we get the right people, then those people will influence that. We all know that that logic is flawed. I mean, name think of a time ever it doesn't happen. You can't buy good apples and put them around a bad apple and see that change in that bad apple. It just it just doesn't happen. Okay. So, you know, when people are, you know, turned off by those things or you have a negative client, you have a negative customer, it's important for you to realize that, you know what, I may need to fire this customer. I may need to say, hey, you know what, it seems like I'm underserving you and maybe I'm not able to meet all of your needs and your demands. And I want you to be happy. And sometimes it takes leaving. It takes letting go. You know, and I know an agent's probably going, Rodney, I can't do that because, you know, I need to make money. And then that's fair. Here's the deal. You're not going to make any more money with a negative person. They will become a part of your opposition and they will block your opportunities. You know, you may miss a good customer. You may forget about you. you, you there's that customer that you don't even hear from that much. They're just happy and they're, they're moving along in the process. They've been listening to you. And, and, and we will spend all day dealing with the negative person. It's, it's like teachers. If you're a teacher or if you've ever worked in education, um, we know that one student can just take up all of the teacher's energy, take up all of the teacher's time. And guess what? We leave the, the good ones alone. And then they're left. And guess what? They may have questions. And, in fact, they will be so grateful for you just Hey, you know what? I'm going to push this aside. I'm going to let little Johnny go act a fool, but I'm going to go ahead and check in on my good students, okay? Because that's, and that's the stuff that uh, a negative customer, a negative uh, uh, someone who's not looking out for your best interests and really, truly not someone you should be doing business with. It's important to let them go. HR people, hear me, hear me well. It's time to let these managers go. I think in the news, we need to stop talking about all the people that are quitting jobs and the people that are leaving jobs and the people that are, are not working and look at why. 
start with the question, why? I said it a few episodes back. A strong enough why can help you overcome any how. All right, so enough of those negative people. I think we've given them enough time. Can I get a round of applause for being done with, with the negative people? And for those of you that are those negative managers and everything that are running people off, hey, shots fired. All right, people, let's move on. I said I had a little story for you, so I'm going to share this story with you. Author and speaker Harvey Mackey tells a great story of a cab driver who decided to soar like an eagle. And in that story, he talks about this cab driver, Wally. You see, he met Wally at the airport, and Wally gave him some interesting experiences that uh, I've had these types of experiences when you, when you go and, and you take Uber or Lyft. And I don't know if you've ever had been fortunate enough to have a good driver, a great driver, someone who's really, really into customer service. And maybe you've had a, a bad Uber driver who's giving you a negative experience. I don't know. I don't want to just single out Uber, Uber, Lyft, whatever you use in your market or, or whatever you like to do when you travel. But back to his story. And it goes like this. Harvey was waiting in line for a ride at the airport. When a cab pulled up, the first thing Harvey noticed was that the taxi was polished to a bright shine. Smartly dressed in a white shirt, black tie, and freshly pressed black slacks, the cab driver jumped out and rounded the car to open up the back passenger door for Harvey. He handed him a laminated business card and said, I'm Wally, your driver. While I'm loading your bags in the trunk, I'd like for you to read my mission statement. Taken aback, Harvey read the card. It said, Wally's mission statement, to get my customers to their destination in the quickest, safest, and cheapest way possible in, the, in a friendly environment. This blew Harvey away, especially when he noticed the inside of the cab matched the outside, spotless clean. As he slid behind the wheel, Wally said, would you like a cup of coffee? I have a thermos of regular and one of decaf. Harvey jokingly said, no thanks, I'll prefer a soft drink. Wally smiled and said, no problem. I have a cooler up front with regular and Diet Coke, water, and orange juice. Almost stuttering, Harvey said, I'll take a Diet Coke. He handed him his drink. Wally said, if you'd like something to read, I have the Wall Street Journal, Times, Sports Illustrated, and USA Today. As they pulled away, Wallet handed my friend another laminated card. These are the stations I get and the kind of music they play. If you'd like to listen to the radio, just let me know which one you'd prefer to listen to. As if that wasn't enough, Wally told Harvey that he had the air conditioning on and asked if the temperature was comfortable for him. He then advised Harvey of the best route to his destination for that time of day. He also let him know that he'd be happy to chat with him and tell him about some of the sights. Or, if Harvey preferred, he'd leave him alone with his thoughts. I like to be left alone. Harvey was absolutely amazed and asked the driver, Tell me, Wally, have you always served your customers like this? 
while they smiled into the rearview mirror. No, not always. In fact, it's only been the last two years. My first five years driving, I spent most of my time complaining like the rest of the cabbies do. Then I heard this personal growth guru, Wayne Dyer, on the radio. He had just written this book called, You'll See It When You Believe It. Mr. Dyer said that if you get up in the morning expecting to have a bad day, you'll rarely disappoint yourself. He said, stop complaining. Differentiate yourself from your competition. Don't be a duck. Be an eagle. Ducks quack and complain. Eagles soar above the crowd. That hit me right between the eyes, said Wally. Mr. Dyer was really talking about me. I was always quacking and complaining, so I decided to change my attitude and become an eagle. I looked around at the other cabs and their drivers. The cabs were dirty, the drivers were unfriendly, and the customers were unhappy, so I decided to make some changes. I put in a few at a time. When my customers responded, I did more. I take it that has paid off for you, Harvey said. It sure has, Wally replied. My first year as an Eagle, I doubled my income from the previous year. This year, I'll probably quadruple it. You're lucky to get me today. I don't sit at cab stands anymore. My customers call me for appointments on my cell phone or leave messages on my answering machine. Okay, I told y'all it was an old story. Calm down. If I can't pick them up, I get a reliable cabbie friend to do it for me. And I take a little piece of the action. Wally was phenomenal. He was running a limo service out of a yellow cab. I've probably told that story to more than 50 cab drivers over the years. And only two of them took the idea and ran with it. Whenever I go to their cities, I call them. The rest of the drivers quack like ducks and told me, all the reasons why they couldn't do any of the things I suggested. And that, my friends, is what coaching and mentorship feels like sometimes. I have tons and tons of people that reach out to me and they say, Rodney, you know, I'm, I'm in real estate and I'm thinking about, um, you know, joining this brokerage. I'm thinking about uh, doing this new marketing thing. I'm thinking about um, uh, changing to, I don't know. They come to me with a lot of stuff. And they ask me for my advice. They ask me what I think. And I'm going to tell you something about advice. It seems like the more you give, the less sometimes people listen. So I made a conscious effort a while back, and I pulled myself away because a lot of people was getting a lot of free off of Rodney. And when I say free, it's not monetary. I'm talking about my time, my energy. You know, some people just want to come, dip into the bucket, get recharged, and then they want to, you know, they just kind of go away. And then I check back with them and kind of say, hey, how's things going and, and what's going on? But then I realized something. I was checking back in with them. They weren't checking back in with me. So that's one of the reasons why, you see, why you're here now. That's, this is the reason why this podcast exists. Because 
I want to give what I want to give, and I want you to receive what you receive. And it's up to you to come back. Rodney's done checking in, asking how's it going, anything I can help you with. It's time for you guys to stop quacking like ducks and start soaring like eagles. Yeah, it's tough love. But it's real, and it's real real estate. So guess what, people? Guess what? Guess what just happened? You just made it to the end of the show. That's right. That is right. I want to thank you so much for being here with me. And again, thank all of the guests, all of my special guests, friends uh, who, who've come on the show and supported me again. Um, this has been episode 14 of Tell Me More Rodney. And I'm going to ask you to stay connected. Join us. Get a part of it. Come on the show yourself. Okay, stop listening. Jump on. Okay, I'd love to love to love to love to love you and have you on the show. This is your boy, Rodney, and you just got through listening to an episode of Tell Me More, Rodney.